Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And welcome to Dice Roll, the greatest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where we ask the hard questions like, what is the worst thing a dragon could say to you? A slur? I don't know. Yeah, like, a slur probably. Okay. The image of a dragon coming up to you and, like, saying several things which cannot be repeated on this podcast is very funny, but I feel they can say worse things than that, because anyone can say a slur. I'm sure, I'm sure there's things a dragon could say worse. I mean, I guess uh, if a dragon, like, came up to me and just, like, read me for filth, that'd be, like, the worst. Yeah. That also. <laughs> Here, wait. You're gay! I think the worst thing a dragon could say is, uh, hey, baby. I don't know. Hi, what's up? I think several scalies would disagree. Never, okay. ever do that voice ever again. You didn't, you didn't like, you didn't like my little flirty dragon voice. Hey, baby. No. I would rather not hear it again. <laughs> thank you. Because <laughs> I feel okay. Yeah, sure. If you're into the dragon, then yes, this is not the worst thing that can be said. If you are not interested in this dragon, the dragon hitting on you is the worst possible thing. Like, period. Being hit on without wanna, wanting it is bad. I want to know what is the worst possible thing a dragon can say to you, no matter how you feel about it. Okay, that's true. I don't want there to be conditions. I feel I'm going to kill you. It's pretty. Uh, it's up there, right? I guess, I but mean, anyone yeah. can say that. <laughs> yeah, but not everyone can back it up the way a fucking dragon can. Sure. It's a little. But at the same time, I feel like you expect it from a dragon, right? That's true. Oh no, you know um, what it is? What about... Okay, Masami, you now have to start making death saving throws because of your sacrifice. <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> yeah, that would be fucking awful and evil. Well, hopefully wow. that doesn't happen. Now, hopefully that doesn't happen, right? And this is where we cut to where it happens. <laughs> <laughs> would we like to would we like to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to die. No! So, previously in Fists of the Ruby Phoenix, our heroes battled against a Laedrot in the Blasted Lands, a terrible monster attacking the speakers to the wind. After saving them, they rushed through this war zone of Kaiju, only for Chi Chuji to be almost slain by a nuclear blast 
from Alru, the bringer of destruction. The trio limped weakly into a sanctuary created by the mystic boundary tree, only to find out that it is, in fact, a celestial peach tree. And it was being guarded by a guardian which has since fallen into this, uh, into disrepair. And outside were uh, the steps of the sun. After finding out that anyone can proclaim themselves a guardian, and only someone who has defeated the guardian can receive the celestial peach, Liang Shen and Shi Chuji dueled to the death, and by death I mean 50 head hit points. <laughs> and Liang Shen won. And then they killed. They did then they kill. Kill. <laughs> uh, Much to the amusement of Asami and Sanku, I'm sure. Um, Asami's not gonna let him live it down. <laughs> <laughs> the Radiant Winds and the Steps of the Sun escaped from the Caldera, and they've now gone their separate ways, but they know that they will soon meet atop Iron Mountain. And that is where we find ourselves. Fellas, are we happy to hop into character? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Radiant Winds. You find yourself standing at the bottom of a long, long flight of stairs. You're back. Back at the base of the stairway to the Shrine of the Celestial Dragon. 1,000 stone steps. Prayer flags flickering in the distance and a beautiful clear sky showing you all the stars above. Lolo Sadagat sits on your shoulder, Sanku, anxiously looking up at the stars. Chichuji, you are still badly hurt and you might not ever recover. Masami Takahara, you have more to lose from this than anyone. How are all three of you doing now as you stand at the base of these steps, ready to climb them, if nothing else than just to delay what you have to do? Anxious. I think Sanku's nervous. I think he's... I think he believes in him and his, his friends, but I think he's still nervous, you know? Misami, while they are putting on a brave face... They understand and they know that they took on a very, very heavy burden for the sake of their team and Goka. They have their back straight. They're walking with purpose, but I think Chuji and Sanku can t- can still tell that they are nervous. As you all... St- Start approaching these steps. Lolo clears his throat and says, You know, there's no real rush on this. Didn't they say back in Goka that we had until the end of the month to find Haojin before the tournament was cancelled? Perhaps it would be wisest for us to return now to the City of Wonders and restock. Maybe we could uh, go back to the the never-ending market and purchase more potions or some magic items, or, oh, well, you know, perhaps they've got a new performer in the opera house now that Master Azur has been chased out of the city, hmm? <laughs> As much as I would love that, really, I would. This isn't something that we can just hold off. You saw who 
the Ruby Phoenix was up against. Even a month seems like a miracle. We need to take every chance we get. Lolo slumps on your shoulder, Sanku. It's very obvious he does not want to do this. It'll be okay. We have done a lot of really dangerous things before, and it's always been okay. It'll be alright. Things are gonna be fine, okay? Mm-hmm. We're gonna get Aujin back, and we're gonna win. How much do you all believe the things you're saying? Zero. You have no confidence in yourself whatsoever? <laughs> Maybe not zero, but not a lot. Not as much as you're projecting. Mm -mm. I think Sanku believes in them. I think he's nervous. Like, in the same way that he was confident about winning the Ruby Phoenix tournament, but was still nervous that they wouldn't, that's how he feels about, about this. I feel like Masami is somewhere in the middle. They want to believe that what they're saying is true. Part of them does kind of believe it, but at the same time, in their head, they're still they're still trying to also be realistic of holding out hope sometimes doesn't help. Hmm. All that remains now is as you approach those 1,000 steps. Now, I ask you all, Last time you came here, you flew up those steps. Do you do it that this time? Or do you climb up Iron Mountain the hard way? I think Misami climbs. Okay. I think Sanku flies slowly at the same pace as everybody else. <laughs> I never Did said you? that he liked doing things that were hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Juju, what about you? They're, they're climbing with Masami. Okay. The three of you slowly make your way up the side of the mountain. And it is not easy. The winds are cold. Chuji, you have to do the Stoke Flame Stance uh, chopping to keep yourself warm. Yeah. And I think it takes you maybe half an hour to climb it. But then you get to the top. And you find that you are the last to get here. As the stars shine down on you all, you see several figures already wait at the top. Winter's Roar, Sigrid Bill, the Orc Magus, Bjorn Ramel, the Human Winter Witch, Kel Pashar, the Human Shieldmaster, and Trough Knuckles, the Bugbear Brawler, the Arms of Balance, Bavana Watergasse, the Suli Coldbender, Bumat, the Human Sandbender, Raunak Yan, the Undyne Vanera Firebender, and Sunita Gupta, the Sylph Lightningbender. Speakers to the Wind, Teacher Mafika Ayawari with his students, Netir, Nala the Reed, Strings on the River and Kila, Ovark, and Akila Stormheel. The Biting Roses, Artus Rodrivan, the Elven Soul Archer, Lantondo, the Wirewood Harrower, Yarika Mulandez and Ital Mulandez, the human occultist and her phantom grandfather. And finally, Steps of the Sun, Jun Xiao, Houseman the Stung, Sway, and Liang Shen, the Azamar battle dancer, beast singer, and sun dancer. And Sway, <laughs> the celestial rock. <laughs> <laughs> 
And sway the Celestial Rock. Hell yes, brother. The snow is coming down heavily as you all get to the top. Your feet crunching through that undisturbed white. People parked the uh, path where they were speaking as you enter. And they all kind of smile. It's kind of obvious to all of you that they were talking about you. You helped to get Sigrid her kingdom. You helped teach uh, Bavana lessons she had never learned. You helped reunite Yarika with her grandfather. You saved Mafika Ayawari when magic was not enough. And you helped Liang Shen earn what he was fighting for. Uh, Shenku's coming up and he goes, Oh! Hi! Jeez. I didn't think you'd all be up here. Mafika smiles and says, Isn't it a funny coincidence? Galarian's mightiest warriors all came to the same place. And Liang rolls his eyes and says, It's not a coincidence. As soon as we all found out that you were up to something here, we came. It's not exactly a mystery. Wherever you go, interesting things happen. He says, not looking at any of you. <laughs> Sigrid strains her back and says, We felt we owed it to you. And Yarika smiles and says, You can say that one again. Bavana nods. We wouldn't miss what's to come, would we? Mm-hmm. Um, Netir, the half-orc divinationist from Gambia, uh, puts up a hand like he's being weighed to be answered. Yeah? Sorry, um, what are you doing? Summoning the Celestial Dragon. Bjorn raises hands and also, like, waiting to be called upon. Uh, yeah? <laughs> you just say things. You don't have to raise your hand. I'm sorry, there's a lot of people here. I don't want to cut across them. Understandable. <laughs> what I had wanted to know, and then Ranok says, yeah, how are you going to summon the Celestial Dragon? Mm. Like... There's a dance, but is that going to do enough? Because we know that. And Bjorn's like, I got interrupted. Well, um, the other steps were getting the branch from the boundary tree, naming the intercessor. Yarka smiles because she knew that one. <laughs> and she says, so what happens now? Well, I guess I summon it. Bavana steps forward and says, I think you might be forgetting something. Hmm? I was there as well at the monastery. I heard everything. There is a step you're forgetting. Which step? Abbot Sujan did tell you that to summon the dragon, you had to do a, a dance. You had to wave the branch. But before everything else, to trigger the start of the ritual, you needed to put on a fight and to gain the dragon's attention. Oh. Oh. And she smiles, and she steps into the middle. And Bavana Watergesse, leader of the Arms of Balance, bows and says, I volunteer for this fight. Okay. Then there's a hearty laugh. And Sigrid Beale steps forward and says, After everything that has been done, I think it would be foolish of me not to show you my gratitude with one final fight. I, Sigrid Beale... Queen of the Linorm Kings will volunteer for the fight as well. And Yarika clears her throat and says, <laughs> If we're doing this, then I have some techniques I'd like to put to the test. I, Yarika Mulandez of the 
Biting Rose's volunteer, and Grandfather Ital steps out from behind her. Teacher Ayawari and Shen exchange a look. Ayawari steps forward as well and says, Well, I suppose it's only fair. I, te Teacher Mafika Ayawari, representative of the Magambia, and mentor of the Speakers to the Winds, volunteer. Finally, Liang Shen sighs and says, I think you are owed a rematch, Chiuji. I, Liang Shen of the Steps of the Sun, volunteer. They look so gay. <laughs> the leaders of the five teams present each step forward. Each of them has something to prove. A debt to repay. And they wish to help you summon Celestial Dragon by getting in one last fight. What do you guys do? Well, I wouldn't say no to a fight. Sigurd smiles broadly and she says, That's what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> you know just how to reel me in. <laughs> Yarika smiles broadly at that and Shen just averts his eyes. He's still <laughs> trying to play it cool. He doesn't. I think the others are starting to notice the looks you and him are sharing. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to play it cool now because I think even he can realize he's getting attention. <laughs> I think Misami looks at all of the leaders and bows at them. Thank you for supporting us. It really, really means a lot. Bavana smiles at you, Misami, and says, We would support you no matter what you did. I think all of us owe you everything now. To fight you is an honor. Lolo on your shoulder, Sanku exhales a bit. Well, I suppose let's show them the what for, hmm? Ready, oh, twins, oh. are you ready? Always. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, Raunok steps forward and says, All right, the battle to summon the Celestial Dragon will begin. Radiant wins versus the Ruby Champions. Ruby Champions, are you ready? Sigrid Beale clutches her Zweihander in one hand, grinning with a newfound confidence as a queen of the Linorm Kings. Bavana Watergelse drops into a martial stance, summoning all four elements as she gets ready to show you what she's learned. Teacher Mafika Ayawari just smiles wisely, knowing how this fight will go, but content to take part in emotions one way or another. Yalika Mulandez stands next to Grandfather Ital, and they both mirror each other's movements as they prepare to fight. And Liang Shen spins his fan into a sword and smiles coyly. Ranok then turns to you and says, Ready wins, are you ready to fight? Ready. Yeah. Well, I'm ready. All right. Ready, ready. Fight. fight. And everyone, I want you all to roll initiative against the Ruby Champions. Top of the order is gonna be Bavana Watergasse, the Suli monk leader of the Arms of Balance, who has evidently started to master all four of the elements. She's gonna start with something tried and true, ice energy. Bavana inhales a deep breath and then exhales a gust of icy wind. And all of you are going to be caught in this. 
I need all of you to make me a reflex save as that ice blasts through your area. Ooh, 38. 39. 38. Okay, all of you succeed, and Shuji Pipe Perfection makes that a critical success, meaning Ooh. you will all take half of 8d6 cold damage. That's gonna be 30 cold damage, or 15 to eat to Misami and Sanku. Uh, I actually, I actually only take five. Re oh, you've got the fucking mm -hmm. Ring of Energy resistance, huh? I do. I do have 10 cold resistance. Uh, the monk then hops back uh, about. 10 feet to the side as the, uh, the other fighters cheer from the sidelines. Uh, she seems to be getting ready to fight ranged at you all. Next in the order is Yalika Mulandez. And Yalika smiles broadly as she and Grandfather Ital move. And she says, Last time we fight, I didn't get enough chance to flex. She, Chuji, check this out. <laughs> and she is going to spend her first action running up to you, Chuji. Okay. And following after her, is Grandfather Ital, who moves to be flanking you. Hmm. And Yalika is going to use her Occult Strike. So she's going to cast a spell in your face. And uh, that spell is going to be Scintillating Pattern, Chuji. Uh, I need you to make me a will save, please. Alright. 48. Well, critical success. Uh, as Yalika rushes towards you, she starts creating these weird, strange colors in the air that's under a lesser person. Make them drop to their knees, enraptured. But not you, Chuji. However, she does something that catches you off guard as she's running like this. <laughs> she decks you as a free action with her occult strike. And you know what, Chuji? She's pretty good at it. <laughs> Chuji, that is Damn. going to be a 48 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Chuji's like so mesmerized by like the colors and like they're about to say something snarky. He's like, oh, that was almost really good. Uh, when they get <laughs> clocked across the face. That's gonna be 29 bludgeoning damage, Chuji, as she uses those punches and jabs that you taught her. <laughs> and then from behind you, Chuji, Grandfather Mantis is gonna use his claw attack. A nat fucking 20. <laughs> You're gonna kill Chuji. Uh, Grandfather Mantis sweeps behind you, and that is going to be uh, 29 times 2. That's 58 damage. And on top of that, as he, like, surges forward, briefly, the shadow of the man turns into the shadow of the Mantis. And he's in a battle form now. And cool. you are grabbed by those big old Mantis claws. All right. And uh, Yariko wipes her face as she jumps back a few feet and says, How's that for fascinating? Pretty fucking good. And Chuji, I'm afraid the misery does not end here. Oh. Uh. Because you hear a... Excellent work, Mulandez, but I can take it from here. Oh my god, they're getting triple D. surging towards you. Spinning <laughs> to the time the music played <laughs> by Junxiao and Halspin is Liang Shen. Who uh -oh. <laughs> twirls towards you, Chuji. And as that twirl comes to an end, he spins his war fan at you. And that is gonna be <gasps> extremely fucking embarrassing. No. Wow. <laughs> I don't take this as okay, so Shen rolls in that one. I don't take this as a case of incompetence. 
Shuji, what do you do that catches Shen off guard? <laughs> um. Oh, you know what Chuji does. Chuji pulls up their bangs and they bat their eyelashes at Shen. You don't have your hands free because you're being grabbed. So I'd like to imagine you do the fucking, you fucking flick your hair, right? You fucking flick your hair. <laughs> they like blow this. their bangs up, yeah. And Shen, for a moment, stumbles, which gives you enough time to kick at Shen's hand and knock him back a little bit. And I will <laughs> say that Shen is a minus two on his next attack roll because you fucking kicked his hand. And his surprise very quickly turns into actual fucking annoyance. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> he doesn't say anything, but he is not happy with you. He's going to fucking <laughs> try attack you, but this is at a minus seven, not a minus five. Okay. Uh, that is a 39. 39 does not hit. Okay. Uh, Shen grunts as you uh, push, push him back a little bit and says... I didn't go easy on you back there, and I certainly do not intend on going easy on you now. God, I sure hope not. Masami, it's your turn. Uh, right now, Chuji's being double teamed by Yalika and Liang. Uh, Bavana has ducked back what and a is dream. adopting. Bavana <laughs> 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 uh, has ducked back and is entering a ranged combat stance. Mafika Ayawari is at the back, and Lady Sigrid Beale is rushing towards you and Sanku. What do you do? Well, <laughs> they see that their good buddy Chuji is in a bit of a pickle. So mm. they are going to... Okay, well... <laughs> <laughs> Keeping your fucking pants, man. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to circle around Grandfather Mantis behind mm -hmm. Shen to flank. And they are going to spell strike. Okay. This is a chain lightning spell strike as well. Oh, uh-oh. Everyone's really grouped up, huh? Yeah, everyone is super grouped up. Everyone is at, is at least below 30, 30 feet away from each other, mm -hmm. which is great for me. Fucking electrocute the sand by people. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, okay, good. Great. We're doing this again. Fucking well, he is flat-footed, Masami. Okay. So you missed by one. Shen... Shen is flat footed, so his AC is reduced by two. A 38 is gonna be a hit against Shen. Okay. Awesome. Well then, so there's that damage against him. As well as... Okay, so that's 20 damage from the sword itself. Chain lightning. So Shen takes this, everyone also needs to make a reflex save, I believe. Okay. 80 <laughs> damage. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Okay, well, let's see how everyone does. So that's going to be... It, Shen will take a total of 100 damage from you this turn, Masami. Uh, 100? Uh, Hang on. Yeah, between your electricity and your Chokuto oh. attack, 80 plus oh, 20, yeah. that's 100. I, I um, forgot about my Chokuto attack, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, well, Bavana <laughs> will fail. Ayawari will succeed, just about. Jesus Christ, he's a quick bastard. Uh, this old man fucking... Ben's back Neo style. Jesus. Okay. Uh, Sigrid is going to uh, succeed. I think okay. she just rushes past it. And Yarika is going to succeed. Okay. Okay. Masami, holy shit. Shen turns and looks over his shoulder and his eyes are glowing full moons. And he looks almost, not quite, but almost impressed. 
That is a compliment for Masami to come from Shen. Yeah. Honestly, they'll take it. <laughs> Mafika Ayuwari exhales and says, Well, everyone, it seems it's time for me to reveal my true technique. You've all done very well to push me this hard. Now! And he shrugs off his robe, it falls into the snow, and you are reminded that this old man is buff as fuck. <laughs> Goddamn, old man. I present to you all, Halcyon Surge! <laughs> and he's going to cast, in three actions, an arcane and a primal spell. Okay. So that is going to start with him casting Chain Lightning right back on you guys. Okay. Um, so everyone, if you don't mind, could you all make me a reflex save? Oh, 44. God. 43. <laughs> 40. Okay. So everyone, lightning blasts out of one of Mafika's hands. It does a total of 59 electricity damage as it surges through the field. Oh. And then, interestingly enough, something crazy happens. That lightning wraps around you all. And it turns into a group of brambles. And you are reminded Halcyon magic is this combination of arcane and primal magic. And that lightning, arcane, was transformed into a primal effect. Impaling briars. It creates a wall. A wall that follows the paths that you got that lightning went. So true you, Misami, around Shen, not into Shen, true you, Chuji, and into Sanku. So uh, there is now greater difficult terrain in these spots. So if any of you were to move along that, uh, those impaling briars, you would start having a little bit of trouble. And that okay. lightning that shot through you all is literally now just a huge... A uh, tangle of briars have come out of the ground. And Ayawari grins and says, They say you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. But trust me, I've never stopped learning. Uh, so Masami, as this is happening, on top of it becoming a wall of briars, some of those briars, because you are the one that he targeted at first, are going to actually move and continue trying to grapple at you. So okay. uh, this is going to... Those briars are going to attempt to attack you. Does Fucking a... God. Okay, a 36 does not hit you. No, it does not. <laughs> okay, so lightning blasts out of Ayawari's hand. It shocks into you all. But then that bolt of lightning solidifies, turns into a huge cluster of brambles. And some of those brambles shift like waves and wrap into you, attempting to grab you. But you jump back, slicing through them like they're nothing. Sanku, which prince of the sea? Ow. Senku leaves the wall. Um, okay, good call. He's going to move 20 feet so that everyone is in a very pretty line for me. Oh no. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Frigid Flurry, um, which does not hurt Chuji because of the way that it works. Um, but it does. Slay. Mm -hmm. Uh perhaps hurt everybody else. Yeah, that'll catch Yannicka, Sigrid, and Ayawari. So I need three reflex saves. Uh, Ooh, Yannicka gets a nat 20. She sees this. I think, actually, 
Grant Rodamantis sees this coming and shifts to the side, and Yarkus shifts to the other side almost on reflex. So she'll take no damage. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Sigrid is going to fail with a 34. Nice. And Mafika Ayoari is going to succeed with a 43. So he also dodges, but not completely, right? Okay. Holy shit. 73 damage. The frigid flurry goes past everybody, and it does in fact go past Nala, like, safely as well, because it is 120 <laughs> feet long. Yeah, I think Nala the Reed, the little gripply magus, she sees this ice beam coming, and she has to duck like, ah! No, it, it just tried to... It's the death <laughs> it in the background. It doesn't hurt anybody that he's not trying to. <laughs> um, he's, but he, he notices okay. her, and he's like, sorry! Okay. Uh, my turn. Next in the order is you, she, Chuji. Chuji, what a situation you have found yourself in. Everyone wants a piece of me. <laughs> You are being grabbed by Grandfather Mantis, punched by Yannick Amulandez, uh, harassed by Liang Shen, electrocuted by Mafike Ayuari, and now there's a wall of torns. What do you do? One of those isn't so bad, but the rest is pretty... Hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind being punched by Yannick. Yeah. Hmm? What? Who said that? <laughs> okay. Two of those aren't so bad. Um, I'm going to do Blazing Streak. Okay. You would... You would need to get out from the grab, and Blazing Street takes three actions. Uh, okay, I want to take an action to get it out of the grab. Would you believe me if I said this is exactly why I grabbed you? You piece of shit! I never get to use Blazing right. Streak. You'll get a chance, don't worry. Alright, what do I need to roll? What the fuck do I need to roll? Uh, athletics, acrobatics, or an attack roll? I'm gonna roll acrobatics. Okay, go for it. I'm 52. Uh, that is actually going to be a critical success. So you know what, Chuchi? Mm -hmm. I will allow you to blazing streak. I will yes. allow you to bust out of this fucking grab and fucking blaze into your opponents. I kill everyone. Um. So how how do you how does this look? How do you bust out of fucking grab? How is he how is he grabbing Chuchi? Uh, well, Grandfather Mantis is in Mantis mode right now, so there are two giant Mantis claws hugging you from behind. Holding in place for Shen and Yarika. I I think they quite literally uh, kick him so hard that they do a flip out of his grasp. Okay. Um, I think that's going to be Chuji's first attack. Eleven. Forty-three is a hit, Chuji. Roll me that damage. Now again, something I didn't really uh, do properly last time, but I'm doing it properly this time. Grandfather Mantis is essentially Yarika's idol. Mm -hmm. So she's like a summoner. Any damage you do to Grandfather Mantis is actually done to her. That's gonna be 27 damage. You fucking kick Grandfather Mantis sprawling backwards. Um, and that is going to be 27 damage to Yarika, who gets a similar kick to her gut. Chuji is going to attack Shen also. Okay, go for it. Kill myself. Actually, I'm gonna use a hero point so I don't miss that. Good idea. My god! Okay, so Chuji, unfortunately, uh, you're going to miss that one. Uh, Shen, I think, spins his fan into the shield form, and as you kick at Shen, it clangs into his shield and says, Come on, Chuji, you're sloppy. I know you're faster than that. I think they just answer with a grunt, because uh, they're frustrated <laughs> that they're not hitting. <laughs> oh, they can't hit the same person twice. Damn. Uh, if it's Yarika, you would be able to attack her, because she's not. you attacked Grandfather Mantis. Okay, I'll hit Yarika again. Okay, go for it. 
Oh shit! Not twenty. What the fuck? Okay, sure. Roll me that damage. <laughs> uh, so it's gonna be double twenty-three. That's forty-six damage to Yannicka. She is kicked hard by you. First off, spinning a kick into Grandfather Mantis, then swirling around, missing Shen, and kicking her again. She's ah, lay off. <laughs> Ow! What do you mean, lay off? I'm getting ganged up on over here. Uh, do you move anywhere? Which, because uh, you can do that during your uh, thing. Can I still stride twice? Yeah, I'll allow you to stride twice, even if they weren't, like... Technically, I believe you're supposed to do it stride before your final attack, but I'll allow you to stride twice as power blazing Okay, can I just go ahead? You kick it, kick and dash off. I want to I wanna, I wanna hit Sigrid and then go back and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you able to attack four people with Blazing Streak? Yeah. Okay, fuck it, yeah. Dash behind Sigrid and then dash back into your death box. Wee. You can make uh, four attacks. Um, okay, you are dashing behind Sigrid. Uh, she is still charging to where Sanky was a moment ago. And... Ooh, miss. This is a minus ten, so... Uh, okay, so where did you move, Chuji? I, uh, okay, yeah. I, I think that Chuji moves uh, uh, back past where they were and a little bit further, so they're not in between Grandfather Mantis and Yadika, uh, mm -hmm. but they are still close enough to hit Grandfather Mantis and also hit Shen. Okay. Uh, you are standing in the brambles, but they're not hurting you? Yes. Yet. They would slow you down. Mm -hmm. But you're fine, because you're speedy as fuck. Um, I think... Everyone has a moment where they're trying to catch up with you because you're moving so fast that they don't even know where to look anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Everyone's looking for where you went. Except for Sigrid Beale, whose turn it is. <laughs> because Sigrid isn't looking at you. She is looking at Sanku. Ooh. She dashes uh, the 20 feet up to where Sanku is, and she is in front of you, and she roars in your face, Sanku. Is the uh, line still there? What, like The line is still there. She rushed through the brambles. It slowed her down. She still kept running. What? I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Lola's on your shoulder and says, Sanku, watch out! Oh! But it's too late. Sigrid Beal swings her sword down, and Sanku, that is going to be a spell strike. Uh, first, she rolls to see if she can hit you. And she cannot. That is a 32. She misses Sanku. This Vihander slashes and nearly gets you, but you roll out of the way. And there's an explosion of magic before she roars, and she's going to swing with her backswing. <laughs> and that is a second. <gasps> That's a critical miss, Sanku. She is stumbling and roaring towards you. And I think you can see she's still a little bit injured from her fight with Linhorn. So I'm going to say, as she's overexerting herself a little bit here, roaring and screaming. She is going to be uh, sickened for a round. Because all that venom is not out of her body. But despite this, she's still going to keep fighting. Because she is a queen. She is. It is now Bavana's turn. Uh, Bavana is going to make a few quick uh, like motions and she is conjuring up elements in her hand. And she combines steam and sand into a big, soggy mud ball. And Shuji, she's going to hurl that at you. <clears throat> that is going to be a tornado lunge. Shuji does a 44 hit That's you. That's exactly my AC. Well, Shuji, this is going to be 3d6 plus 15 bludgeoning damage. That's 27 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Uh, you are looking seriously beat up now. 
How much HP do you have, bud? <laughs> That's none of your business. Uh, if you say so. Uh, and with her last action, uh, she is just going to move a little bit so she has a better view of you, Chuji, and you, Masami. Uh, that is her turn. It is Yalika's turn. Uh, Yalika is going to cast a spell. And that spell is going to be... She's going to move up to you, Chuji, with her first action. Then she's going to uh, try punch at you. And she's going to cast True Strike. So she attacks you with another um, occult jab. Okay. Meaning that as she casts True Strike, she attacks you as a free action. And she'll have advantage on this. Okay. Uh, and Chuji, that is going to be a 46 to hit. Yep, hits. Okay, that is going to be 23 bludgeoning damage. And, as this happens, Mantis Ambush. Grandfather Mantis, as a reaction, attacks you. Doesn't hit. That's going to... Does hmm? not hit. Oh, lucky you. Uh, Yarika grins at Chuji and says... Doesn't this fight feel like a much closer fight than the last time? I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> a little too close. Uh, with her last action, uh, she is going to try to grab you. And that is going to be an athletics roll. And this will be a 42 minus 5, because this is an attack thing. So that is a 37. Does that beat your 42 DC, Chuji? A 47? Mm, a 37. A 37. No, it does not. Okay, so she tries to grab you to no avail. Uh, however, Grandfather Mantis will now try to attack you as well. Uh, this time using his own actions rather than a reaction. Chuji does a 47 yep. hit. Okay, that's going to be 28 slashing damage. How you doing, bud? Well, let me, let me give you a percentage. Yeah? 19% HP. <laughs> Not great, oh. it sounds like. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, as Yalika's turn ends, it's Liang Shen's turn. Uh-oh. And Shen smirks at you. And he raises a hand in the air and says, I told you I wouldn't go easy. And he's going to cast Searing Light in your oh face. Oh, my God, you're going to kill Shuji. <laughs> Okay, so, um, <laughs> just in case. Waiting for attack of opportunity. What counts as a ranged attack, by the way? Uh, well, this definitely does. Cool, attack of also, opportunity! Also, spells in general will do this. So, do you want to attack? Reaction. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck him. Oh, this is gonna make sure. This is huge. Don't hit my boy. Fuck it. <gasps> Ooh! Okay, so I ha I get a hero point at the beginning of this. <laughs> That's right, you do get a hero point at the beginning so of this. So I'm going to be using that right now. <laughs> okay. 45. 45 is a hit. You'll hit him, but you won't stop the attack. Okay. So roll me that damage. Not great. 14. 14 damage. He takes it, but he is still going to shoot at Chuji. I tried. And Chuji <laughs> does a. <laughs> Low, low, low. Oh, no, he has to die. I saw the five. I was hoping. Chuji, that is gonna be 
20 fire damage. Not down. You're not, not down? down. <sighs> okay. With his last action, he's going to make a war fan attack at you. <laughs> and that is a 44 to hit. <laughs> and that's going to be 21 bludgeoning I'm damage. Still not down. Sorry, 21 slashing damage. I'm still not down. <laughs> oh my god, you have 13 HP left, Chuji. <laughs> Masami, it is your turn. Okay. Liang Shen blasts Chuji in the face and then follows up with a slash, and yet Chuji is still fighting, still pushing true. Okay, alright, okay, alright, okay, alright, okay, alright. Um. Ah! Um. So. I think what they are going to do is they're going to go into Arcane Cascade almost okay. immediately. They are going to go okay. in and they have a lightning coursing through their goddamn veins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they are going to dimensional assaults behind Yataka <laughs> to flank okay. the Chuji. Okay, go for it. Get a dimensional assault right behind her. And then they're going to go for a spell strike with electric arc. Okay. I have the hasten rune, it. so this works. Okay. Well, hit her with the dimensional assault. 41. 41's a hit. Roll damage. And that is 31. Okay. Wow. You zap into uh, Yadika. And she goes, ah! As your weapon is yeah you are emboldened by electricity from arcane cascade and uh she is turning around you can see that she is nearly ko already because you guys have been hounding her she's gonna go again with the spell strike mother of god 34 Does 34 is going to be a miss i'm afraid and that was a spell strike so the spell strike doesn't work okay and unfortunately sammy is that your turn yes they want to okay. fucking strike again and it won't work because it's not enough damage Masami, you are safely out of the way of the brambles. Or so you think! Because Mafika Ayowari holds a hand and he twists it in the air and you see him use Shift Spell. And he changes the wall. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. And it is going to, in fact, wrap around you. It makes a half box um, changing the way that it is uh, kind of like uh, positioned so there is now going to be just a difficult terrain on all sides of you it, or at least it would if it would let me drop it there we go uh, it is then going to uh, attack you as well Masami uh, as he is sustaining the spell so let's see if this hits you does a 42 hit you yes it just about hits Okay, so that's going to be 10d6 piercing damage as these nasty brambles start hitting you from all angles. That's 33. Uh, and he smiles and says, I don't think you'll be getting away that easily, my friend. Try this on for size. And he is then going to follow up with a polar ray. Uh, and this is going to be a second attack. Uh, so this will be at a minus five. 
Uh, does a 45 hit you? Yes, it does. Uh, so, Masami, that is going to be 10d8 cold damage, and you are going to be drained too. That's 43 plus drained too, Masami. Which uh, will additionally remove another 36 damage from you. Yikes. You and Shuji are both not doing so hot. Arctic wind shoots out of Ayuari's hand, hitting you hard. Yikes, yikes, yikes. And he grins and says, come on. What happened to being the champions of the tournament? <laughs> Keep taunting me, old man. We'll see whose head's rolling. <laughs> Sanku, it's your turn. You're doing pretty okay. All things considered. <laughs> Help your friends. Who's <laughs> on your show like, Sanku, it looks like your friends are in serious trouble. But also, and a fucking at, like, Zyhander swishes over your head, almost cutting off some of your horns. Okay! Horn. Careful about those! I'm not sure if those grow back. <laughs> He's like, oh god. Um, I'm gonna cast life boost on Chuji because Chuji. Yeah. And then with my last action, I think I'm going to cast. I think I'm gonna cast fireball scattered fire. Okay. And where are you casting the two fireballs? Um, over Sigrid because I'm fighting her. Um, and I think it catches like that. Yeah, so that'll actually catch uh, Grandfather Mantis, right? Yeah. Okay. And where's the second one go? And then, so that it gets Shen. And I don't know if I could do Yarka also. You would, you would not catch Yarka. Uh, you can only ca basically damage Yarka once in this effect. That's fine. Um, then, the, then Shen. Okay, cool. So, Sigrid, Yalika, and Shen are the targets here. Mm -hmm. These are reflex saves? Yeah. Yep. And that's going to be a fail for uh, Sigrid. Mm-hmm. Success for Shen. Damn. And a fail for Yalika. Roll me that damage. Sick. 45 damage. Sanku. Mm-hmm. Fireworks explode out of your staff. They blast into Sigrid point blank. They knock Shen uh, stumbling back and Yalaka Mulandes as a firework hits into Grandfather Mantis and then a second one explodes behind her. She is knocked stumbling onto her knees and Grandfather Mantis flickers out and Yalaka is KO. <sighs> so that's one down. Uh, four to go. You can see everyone is already looking pretty battered. So if you keep this up, things will go your way. Mm -hmm, is that mm -hmm. your turn, Sanku? Yes. Okay, Shi Chuji, it is your turn. You are up against Liang Shen, and you are seriously hurt. What do you do? You regain 18 HP thanks to Sanku. Thank um, would it be cheating to take a health potion? No, that is in fact how you play the game. <laughs> um, uh... I was saving this one. Can Chuji take out a major healing potion? Absolutely. It's one action to take it out, one action to drink it. Absolutely. How much healing is that? Uh, that is 66. Okay, yeah, Chuji, that is taking you back up. You're looking well. Better. Uh, Shen, Shen raises an eyebrow, annoyed, as if he hasn't literally cast heal on himself in your face before. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Chuji throws the fucking bottle on the ground and um, they 
immediately uh, Florio blows Chen. Okay, go for it. 47 and 38. Uh, 47 is a hit, 38 is a miss because he's not being flanked right now, I'm afraid. That's fine. That's just going to be 23 damage to him. Ooh, you can tell as Shen is starting to get seriously wounded. Uh, he is not looking well. Another good punch like that, Chuji, might be enough to take him out. And he scowls us. <laughs> Where was all this earlier, huh? Still there. Just didn't have enough time. <laughs> You've got all the time in the world, Chuji. <laughs> is that your turn, Chuji? Yeah. Okay. It's Sigrid's turn. <laughs> The orc viking swings at you, Chuj, uh, swings at you, Senku. She's not looking great, but she is fighting on. Uh, that is going to be Zweihander. A 38 to hit, Senku. Nope. She misses. She goes in with another attack. That is going to be... Nope. A 36? Senku, how are you dodging all of her attacks? I think that Sigrid has forgotten that Sanku is very small and he's very <laughs> quick. Like, like I think, I don't think he's like blocking attacks. I think it's hard to hit with a Zweihander when you are trying to hit a five foot Undyne who is currently dod who is currently moving around really fast. Like, <laughs> he's fucking Dark Souls dodge rolling around. No, here. but literally, he's like, ah, uh, I don't know. You're not really hitting me right now. <laughs> I think she's gonna roar in your face. Ah! Thank you. She's gonna make an intimidation roar as she fucking bellows. That's gonna be a twenty-eight. I'm afraid. Ah! It that is actually gonna be a crit fail. You are not frying a little bit. <laughs> oh, I know. That was him roaring back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think she is going to be flat-footed on her next turn, because she wasn't expecting that. She wasn't expecting the twink to have balls of steel. Uh, it is Bavana's turn. Bavana is going to swing forward to the front of the, uh, to the, like, very back of the cliffside. And she's near you, Sanku. Not right next to you, but she is going to shoot a few wild wind blasts at you. This time combining, uh, mist and electricity to make storm clouds she throws at you. So that is going to be, Sanku... A 45 to hit. I think he's distracted with, uh, with Sigrid. They're having a little okay. bit of fun. That is going to be 3d6 plus 15 bludgeoning plus 1d6 electricity damage for a total of 32 uh, bludgeoning and electricity damage. 30 of that was bludgeoning? Yeah. So he takes 12 less. So that's going to be 20 damage to you total, thank you. I literally love resistance. On a fucking witch, no less. You can't fucking kill him. Next one, she's gonna throw another one at you, Sanku. As she's punching the air. That's gonna be a 42. That's another hit. Uh, so that's gonna be 3d6 plus 15 plus 1d6 minus 12. Jesus Christ. Uh, 26 minus 12. That is gonna be 14 damage to you. Really trying here. Uh, and that is gonna be her turn. Uh, Yalika is down. It is Shen's turn. And Shen, uh, as he's dueling against you, Chuji, I don't think he says anything. I don't think either of you have to say anything. You fight like a dance. Mm -hmm. And he is going to strike into you with his war fan. Uh, and that is going to be a 47 to hit, uh, Chuji. 47 hits. Okay. That is going to be 25 
slashing and fire damage. Okay. And he's then going to spin into a spell, and he's going to call down a flame strike. Uh, Chuji, I need you to make me a reflex save, please. Okay. <laughs> 35. 35 is going to be a fail. You are going to take, Chuji, 35 fire damage. All right. As this blast down into you. <laughs> and how are you doing? 37 HP, baby. Shen spins and twirls and flames of the sun erupt. And he looks at you confidently and says, It looks like I'm already on track to win again. <laughs> As determined by a prior fight. No way, I'm not letting you win that easy again. <laughs> then come on, show me what you've got. Uh, Masami, it is your turn. This fucking bramble-ass bullshit. You are so in pain. God damn it. What do you do? I have an idea. Uh-huh? I have an idea, and I'm trying to read this, but tell me if That's I'm okay. understanding this right. Oh, God. So if I plop this down, oh. will this work as a patented fuck you no magic? <laughs> globe of invulnerability. You create an immobile globe around yourself that tends to counteract any spell from outside the globe whose area or targets enter into the globe. So the way this works is if you caught him in it, he'd be able to cast on you. But if you ended it with him on the outside, he would not be able to hit, hit you. Basically, this is a shield of, you need to be in here to cast magic. Right? It's basically, you pull a turtle shell, and he could enter, but it would be... He would have to get himself in a very cramped space with you to do it. And as a Halcyon caster who likes big blasts of stuff, maybe not the wisest thing for him to do. Alright then, so I think what Masami is going to do is they're actually going to dart diagonally down southwest to avoid the uh, the brambles and okay. right behind Shen again <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. cast Globe of Invulnerability. Oh! Okay. And okay, so Masami, Globe of Invulnerability creates a shell around you that will stop people from the outside casting on you, but you can still cast on people in the inside. And you are catching Shen and not Chuji? They're flanking right now. So uh -huh. I think I think this is a bit worth having to say fuck you to the magic user if putting up with a battle dancer is worth it. Yeah, but this is really funny because Shen can no longer cast spells on Chuji now. <laughs> Shen is suddenly cut off from Chuji by this wall of force and squints and then turns around <laughs> he doesn't obviously at you but here's the fun thing about global invulnerability uh -huh. it doesn't stop fists that's true They, I think they turn around from uh, I think they turn around and look over their shoulder from facing Iwari and they go hey he just I think he goes oh, at you that's what he does oh. <laughs> fucking bitch <laughs> Um, is that your turn, Masami? Yeah, that's their turn. They moved in, then they came. Iowari looks pleasantly surprised. He actually cannot do anything to you right now. <laughs> I think he just claps a little bit. He says, very well done, Masami. Well, and I think he holds up a ball of energy, and he's going to blast into Sanku across the map. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Sanko has more HP than you guys right now. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's dodging like hell. <laughs> <laughs> he's got moves. Yeah, he's fucking juking on him. <laughs> sorry, um, I keep imagining the the uh, Gandalf juking. Okay, so Sanku, uh, that is in fact going to be a Tempest Surge. Okay, is this a uh, reflex? As he fucking blasts you with light, uh, a fog in a swirl. He surrounds a uh, He surrounds you in swirling storms of crackling and violent winds, roiling clouds, and sparkling lightning. And this is going to require a reflex save from you, please. 38. Okay, that is going to be... 50 electricity damage, and you are going to take 9 persistent electricity as he shoots you with his storm cloud, and then lightning is kind of arcing up and down your body. Well, ouch. Um. Okay, so thank you. That is going to be 9 electricity damage, please. Uh, okay. Okay. Sanku, it is your turn now. Lolo's on your shoulder and he says, Come on, Sanku, you can do it. Another good spell will be enough to take out the worst of your opponents. It's now or never. Okay. Okay. I think he's going to cast Elemental Betrayal on uh, on Vivana mm -hmm. with fire. Okay. And then I'm just going to cast a regular fireball. Or no, I am okay. I am going to cast fireball scatter fire, I think. Okay, on Bavana and on Sigrid? Well, they're actually close enough that it can hit both of them. Okay. My Who's other one, one is going on a Waiwari. Okay, cool. Because he thinks he can escape me, but he really cannot. Bavana is going to roll a success, 42. <laughs> Sigrid is going to roll a success just about with a 39. And Ayawari is going to roll a success with a 47. So they'll all take half damage. Sanku, roll me that damage. 54. Um, though Bavana does take extra damage. She'll take extra damage from Elemental Betrayal, yeah. Mm. Then, ooh, Sanku, as the firework explodes in Sigrid's face, she's already badly injured. She lets out a final roar before stumbling onto her back and landing. K.O. <laughs> and Ayuari is going to take that damage. He is doing woof. She, Chuji, it is your turn. Hey, what's up? So, uh, by the way, Sanku, you take nine damage and you are... Still being electrocuted. Shuji, you're healed for 18 HP. Thanks, Sanku. Thank you, Sanku. There are three opponents left standing. All of them are looking poorly, especially Liang Shen in your face. What do you do? I attack and kill. Uh, Chuji actually gets into dragon stance. Okay. Uh, and they are going to... Two action and one inch punch. Okay. 45. That's a hit. Roll me that damage. 39. Shichuji. How do you knock out Liang Shen? <laughs> um, 
Chuchi feels that one last burst of uh, uh, healing that they got, and they, they kind of steal themselves uh, and breathe in, uh, and with a smile... <laughs> uh, with a smile, they just kind of look at Shen, uh, and they're like, on your right, and then they kick the fuck out of him with their right fa- or with, with, with their right leg. I think Shen didn't believe you. I think Shen expects you to faint them. And he looks to his left. <laughs> and that is his mistake. Not realizing that you really would try something so dumb. <laughs> and Liang Shen is knocked KO as he falls to the floor. You have one action left, Chuji. What do you do? Chuji. Hey, bitch. They get behind uh, Teacher Ayawari. Ayawari just smiles as you approach, like he fully expects this. He's fucking. He's like partially covered in snow now as he stands here shirtless. Uh, and he just smiles at you as you rush past him. Uh-huh. Is that your turn, Chuji? Yeah. Okay. It's Bavana's turn. Uh, Bavana is going to uh, stay where she is, and I think she... No, you know what? She's going to rush up to you, Sanku. And uh, she is going to just drop a flurry of blows on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's dropped out of her crashing wind stance. Okay. Uh, does a 43 hit. Yes. Okay. Uh, that is going to be 27 bludgeoning and cold damage. Uh, bludgeoning so and cold be, damage. I take yeah, fifteen total. I take none of the cold damage, and <laughs> then I. Oh my god! Yeah. So it's ten damage total. Uh huh. Second one is a miss. Realizing that you are a tough partner, she's gonna disengage. She like bows and then fucking flips off towards the others. Oh, I think okay. she's going to go towards Masami. Wow. Um, Masami, it's now your turn. Most people are unconscious now, and Bavana is now standing next to you in a fighting stance. What do you do? Uh, they are going to do what they tried to do before and spell strike. Okay, go for it. 38. That's a hit. Roll damage. 24. Okay, she takes that. And oh. what's the spell strike? Gouging claw. Okay, roll me that damage. 37. Masami? Yep. How do you take out Bavana Water Get Say? <laughs> I I think immediately I Masami has pr- pretty decent hearing. I think what happens is that they hear Bavana approach behind them and they sweep back ca- and catch her off guard with like a sweep of the leg, a slash of their sword, and then a morph of their arm into their uh, kitsune claw and just Mm. scratch down and have her body land flat on the floor. Ooh, oh, tree hit punch. She goes down and she is K.O. They're going to, with one action, um... Where is it? Oh, there we go. With one action, they're going to Dimensional Assault and flank with Chuji. <laughs> okay, you zip up to Mafika Ayawari and slash at him through time. Make me that attack roll. The 36. 
Uh, 36 is a hit. Roll me that damage. 26. Okay, he takes it. He's not down, but he's very close to it. You technically have one action left. Uh, I could do what something do do? real fucking stupid. <laughs> you could. Maybe it'll pay off. Oh my god, I could do something real stupid, but my rolls have been so low. Come on, you're owed a good one, right? The gambler's fallacy isn't real. Yeah, the gambler's... Yeah, okay, okay, you know what? Fine, fine. I'll do this a blind GM roll. How about that? <laughs> sure. And I'll tell you exactly what it is. No! <laughs> I... I have to screenshot it. You won't believe me. It's a nat 20. No, I, I heard, heard that. Yeah, we we heard all it. heard the noise. <laughs> you can hear the fucking nat 20 noise even on a blind roll? Yeah. Apparently. Cool. <laughs> well, it's a nat 20. Masami. Oh my god. Okay. Roll me that damage. Well, um... <laughs> a double a 29. <laughs> Masami Takahara. How does your stupid attack... <laughs> your... I don't want to say stupid. How does your reckless attack take out Mafika Ayawari and cinch the battle for you all? Oh, like Chuji flanking. Oh my god, I. <laughs> uh, I think they paused for a second uh, while they're back after they took down Bavana, and they're like, I might not live after this. I might not live after this. Let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and they just run up in a dimensional assault and slash hit, slash at him twice as he's distracted by Chuji. <laughs> and Mafika Ayawari lets it up. <coughs> and he goes down. And he is K.O. Dice will roll will return after these messages. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. We now return to Dice Will Roll. The other fighters cheer for you. Raunok holds a hand up and says, And we have our winners! The Ruby champions have fallen, and the Radiant Winds have won! Woohoo! There are congratulations. Sigrid pats your shoulder, Sanku, and tells you, Ha! You fight very well, even up close with a warrior. <laughs> I am impressed. Uh, Bavana kind of laughs with you, uh, Masami, and says, Well, it would seem that even now I haven't learned everything. Well done. 
You can learn all that. You can learn all you want, but sometimes you gotta improvise a little, right? Ayawari grins at you and says, "Well, you certainly showed me. I'll have to look more into mega studies. I feel perhaps it would be useful to teach back at Magambia. <laughs> I don't suppose you'd ever be interested in being a guest lecturer." Uh, <laughs> I, I think that would be nice. I, I haven't traveled far from Tiansha though. Let me tell you, it's wonderful to do so. <laughs> uh, with you, with you, Chuji, Yalik is like, Hey, did you see the punches? I really did learn. I practiced everything you showed me. You caught me real hard across the face. Yeah, I, I got that one. <laughs> uh, she's grinning. She's kind of like side-hugging you. And then <laughs> there's Liang Shen. And he stands before you. Um... And he looks down at you, Chuji. Kind of squinting. Third looking away. You did alright. Then he looks away and he walks away very quickly. Uh, <laughs> 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 it just sigh. Yaka looks easy. Is everything alright? Did you two have like a fight or? No. It's fine. Are you sure? Uh, because it really looks like there's some tension happening. <laughs> they're like they're turning like bright blue by the moment. They're like, no, it's fine, it's fine. There's no tension. Because I can talk to him if you need. No, don't do not talk to him. <laughs> I think Bumath laughs a little bit and says, "That was a hell of a fight. I totally enjoyed it." And um, I think Ovar claps his hands and says, "I've never seen anything like it." And looking almost sad. Uh, Yaraka looks up and says, It would have been nice if Tino's toughest had been here for it. Have you seen them? Heard anything from them? No. Mm -mm. We've been looking for them. I think uh, Sigrid steps forward and puts a hand on your shoulder, Sanku, and says, Worry not. Tino and his men are mighty warriors. Wherever they are, I know that they are doing the best they can, just as we do as well. You guys all relax for a while. Heal and bandage. But soon it's time. It's time for you all to wish upon a dragon. Are you ready to start the ritual? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yup, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> and so the ritual starts. The Kagura of Invocation. Masami, when this starts, you are not going to be able to stop for any reason. It has to be completed to its end. You're going to need to uh, make the offerings at the very start. Perform the various rituals that you've learned. And call upon your friends. To get everything you need, you're going to have to earn soul points here. Okay? Every small action you do can earn soul points. The minimum required is 20. The maximum you can get is 33 plus. Anywhere between those two will get you what you want, but the more you have, the better. And I will tell you, if you can get to 33 plus, the powers you will receive will be incredible. But if you get less than 20, you will not be able to make the wish. Do you understand? Okay. So... Before the ritual itself starts, initial offerings. There are a few that you can make that you are aware of. Things that you have been told from the start. 
Masami, you know... I think you were told each of them. Do you remember what they are? Uh, one of them was the um, cutting of their hair. Mm -hmm. The other one was the, the one thing that was like the prayer. Um, and I don't remember the other one. Do you want to make me a quick uh, occultism check to see if you can remember the words of Jinhei? Oh dear god, I can try. <laughs> okay, no you do know. Okay. A splash of wine. Masami looks at Juji and Seiku. And they're like, this is going to sound really strange. Do we have any wine on us? A hand clutches your shoulder, Masami. <gasps> A big, furry hand. <gasps> Trough Frost Knuckles smiles at you and says, I don't have wine, but... And he pulls out some vodka. Will this do? I... I'm pretty sure it's a work. Kelpashar, also of Winter's Roar, steps forward and mutters a few prayers to Gozra and blesses the wine. Oh, the vodka. <laughs> Masami, you splashed that and you earn two soul points. Did you perform any other offerings before the ritual itself? They do. Um, I think they take out uh, one of their kama. Mm -hmm. and they gather their hair behind them so it will make a fairly short bob and with one quick slice they cut off their hair a gasp shoots through the others oh. as you hold such an important part of your appearance before taking it with uh, Ayawari who helps you burn it and as that smoke flies through the air you earn another two soul points, bringing you up to four. And Masami, as this is burning, do you have anything to say, perhaps? A prayer, maybe? They do. Um, under their breath, they say, Sun and moon, heaven and earth, light and dark. And as you pray, Masami, you feel your heart stir, and you gain another two soul points. That's bringing you up to six. Now, the ritual itself can begin. First off, before you start, a hand is put on your shoulder. Again. And Junxio stands there with a husband, and she says, If you don't mind, we'll give you some accompaniment. You can't dance without music, can you? <laughs> yeah, and I never ever really been all that confident in my dancing. Says, then don't worry. We've got your back. And Masami Takahara, because you and the Radiant Winds befriended Steps of the Sun, you will now be counted as uh, <laughs> trained in performance, which I'm sure is very useful to you right now. <laughs> because you are not trained in performance. Whee! <laughs> Junxio and Halspin begin their musical accompaniment, and Shen kind of smirks, whips that fan and he begins to dance circles around you, Masami looping and orbiting like a moon around you. The dance begins as you slowly turn to the four corners of the dais and gesture with a sacred branch a 
strange tension washes over the mountaintop as it is clear the ritual has begun to push at the barrier, separating our world and the world beyond. As you all watch Chuji and Sanku, you see that as the barriers between worlds are starting to break, strange shadows start to appear on the edge of your vision. Spirits trying to enter our world. Normally, you would have to make an occultism check to exercise them, but two figures step forward. Lantondo and Artus of the Biting Roses, they swing out their uh, soul arrows and their harrow cards, and they keep the creatures at bay. And because of that, because you befriended the Biting Roses, the spirits are held back. The second movement begins, Nasami. You tear a leaf off the boundary tree's branch and place it in your mouth, and the branch's shape ripples into that of a wooden fan. You perform a series of complex, circular motions with the implement, and the winds howl about the peak of the mountain. But Sank, you see, as the winds blow precariously, a rock atop one of the peaks stumbles and starts to roll towards Masami. Uh-huh. And normally, I would have you and Shuji take one round to try to destroy the boulder. But you don't need to. Because there is a flash of movement. And Trough Frost Knuckles rushes into the boulder and punches it once. And it shatters into gravel. And because you befriended Winter's Roar, you do not need to do that. Aww. And because it's been uh, destroyed, Misami, you are able to continue the, uh, this movement well, and you gain another two soul points, bring you up to eight total. Okay. The third movement. The sacred branch transforms once more from a fan to a small wooden stick that holds 12 flower-shaped bells, letting out a ring as you chart a wandering path around a dais. With each ring of the bells, the sky grows darker and the bells glow brighter until they become a harsh sun and the sky shifts to a black void. The darkness swallows up the ritual braziers at the four cardinal directions. Ah! Uh, uh. and Sanku, you see that those <laughs> lights have been snuffed out. And without the lights, you may never return to your world. And normally, I would say you have one round to relight them all. But then you see four glowing balls of elemental energy. Air, fire, water, and earth fly out and relight them in four glowing colors. The arms of balance light the braziers for you. Oh. And Masami, the final movement. The bells from your staff become streaks of light that shoot to the sky above the lake, spinning in a great wheel until the afterimages form a great circular gate wide enough for two warships to pass through. Make me one final performance check to dance. Just the DC. You do it. Well, that was a lucky one. Uh, okay. Okay. The gate crackles unstably. And Chuji and Sanku, you realize that it is it could implode at any moment. But you know that you don't have to do anything. Because teacher Ayawari leads his students in a collaborative halcyon working that automatically shores the gate with a tree-like lattice of arcane and primal magic. You've done it. And the gate is open. But nothing happens immediately. Because something else happens first. And Sigrid steps forward. 
she throws her Zweihander into the ground, where it embeds itself to the haft as Winter's Roar lets out a howl befitting their namesake. The warrior queen intones, The tournament was only ever a way for us to test ourselves. By helping me slay Alino, you have brought us one step closer to our true goal, a kingdom of our own. You will always be welcome among us. The members of Winter's Roar each place a hand on their chests and begin to shine with scintillating light like the aurora seen through a glacier's side. You've gained a magic power from Winter's Roar. Next, the arms of balance step forward, and it's Bavana, one hand clasped over the other. We thought that by gaining entry to the Ruby Phoenix tournament, we had already completed our training. But I see now that we have much to learn. It falls on you now to conclude this tournament. The arms of balance each place a hand to their chest and begin to shine with the color of their respective elements, and you have gained their power as well. Yalika steps forward, but not just Yalika. Her phantom, now bearing a human face, phasing into existence and standing by her side. Grandfather Ital says, You've shown us glimpses of a land beyond. One I did not think that any of us would have the fortune of seeing. And you've brought me closer to my granddaughter. And Yarika smiles and she says, May fortune carry you ever further. The biting roses each place a hand to their chest and begin to shine with an ethereal light, transparent and gentle as a spirit of at rest. The speakers to the wind step forward and Professor Ayawari calls the students to stand in line and each gathers themselves. You saved us in the Caldera when the strength of magic alone was insufficient. We stand on the strength of thousands and we now pledge that strength to you. The speakers to the wind each place a hand to their chest and begin to shine with a soft light like the sun's rays dappling through leaves. And finally, steps of the sun. Liang Shen moves forward with deliberate steps. You helped me accomplish what I thought would be forever out of my reach. You showed me hope. You showed me determination. And for that, we will always dance by your side. The steps of the sun each place a hand to their chest and begin to shine with a clear rippling light that rings with harmonizing chimes and tones. And you have gained a superpower from each of them. A superpower that is called Affinity Ablaze. And depending on how well you do on this ritual, you will gain more powers than before. The bare minimum, maybe you'll get one person's power. Doing your best, you'll gain all of them. Affinity ablaze. The power of friendship. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I love friendship. <laughs> I should also say that each of these brings you another two points each. Bringing you up to 18 points. Oh. Okay. Oh, and sorry, uh, for your wow. third movement having succeeded, that does bring you to 20. So you have the bare minimum. Can you do more? Okay. Cool. Okay. There is a clap of thunder, and the impossible darkness of the sky, and the impossible light of the gate atop Iron Mountain intertwines. I've described large creatures in Dithel Roll before. 
I've described kaiju. I've described mountains of horrific, many-eyed flesh. I've described moving castles. But this creature dwarfs all of them. Because this creature is the sky. The deepest black and brightest white intersects and spirals but never totally mixes. The colors recede from the sky and a coiling shape massive enough to encircle the mountain's peak manifests. The form covered in black and white scales wider than most dragons are tall. Two eyes, each a serene grey bright as the moon and as large as the moon, looms from the being's head. As the titanic dragon opens their whiskered jaws to reveal black and white teeth the size of mountains, they speak in a voice that is at once old and young, ringing in the ears and resounding in the chest. And you see the celestial dragon. Oh. Holy fucking shit. I'm... I'm getting, like, Shenron meets Chaos from Hades vibes. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. This is a massive imperial dragon, but it's barely even a dragon. It is the night sky. As it moves, it has six, no, eight pairs of limbs. It has curling goat horns and a beautiful mane of white fur and mustaches and those eyes. As it moves, it shifts the sky like the Aurora Borealis. It literally has three mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> I like his three mustaches. Pretty sick. And it speaks to you in that young, old voice. Children, you have called us. And yet, we see not just one intercessor, but a legion of warriors. But somehow, enough magic and ceremony has been shed here to call us. What is it you desire? Speak now. And Lolo on your shoulder, Sankar, says, ah, a celestial dragon. The dr- celestial dragon turns, and I think everyone looks at you, Sanku, like, huh? <laughs> he looks like he's gonna pass out. <laughs> the celestial dragon looms. And his eyes being on you alone, Sanku, it feels like the world is looking at you. And the celestial dragon speaks and says, My, My child, child, do, do not, not be, be afraid. afraid. Speak. Speak. The celestial dragon slitters, and suddenly that planet-sized head is inches from yours. I cannot. Why not? I do not know your grandfather. Lolo! I have never seen this creature in my life. For what must I apologize? And Lolo Sadagat on your shoulder, Sanku, is shivering. And he looks away and says, I, I didn't think it 
I only wanted your family's respect. And I didn't I didn't think that they would follow a foolish old sea dragon who just showed up outside their village no bigger than a house cat. I didn't think our journeys would ever take us here, so I embellished the truth. I am... I'm sorry, Sanker, but I'm a fraud, and I told you you'd be disappointed in me, but... I'm no great sea dragon. I'm just a foolish old whelp. Managed to find a magic shell, and that's what I gave you your power with. I'm no stronger than any other familiar. I'm, I never was a giant. I, but I knew if you knew that, you wouldn't respect that. So I, I lied, and I'm very sorry. Well, I don't care about any of that. I don't care if you're really, really strong and powerful. This is definitely a time and a place to be talking about this. The fucking <laughs> god dragon looms. <laughs> there wasn't a good time earlier. Why didn't you tell me before I told the celestial dragon? I tried back on the airship. He's fucking, his eyes are welling with tears. <laughs> I don't think that. Well, um, it's okay. We can, You guys can do that. <laughs> He's like trying to look away from him, but he keeps glancing back at the celestial dragon. The celestial dragon, this enormous creature, honestly as big as a planet, right? It coils mm -hmm. and infinitely, no matter what direction you look, horizon to horizon, it covers everything. The dragon speaks and says, I cannot remain here forever. I ask of you, before you burn out the light that keeps me here. And Masami, you can feel in your heart, it hurts, actually. It's starting to hurt a little bit. Every moment it's getting a little bit worse. Your soul is burning. What is your wish? Beside you guys. Round now kind of says, man, you could have anything. Like, forget the Ruby Phoenix. Riches, wealth. Whoa. Nasami lights back the pain for a moment and says, We need help finding the Ruby Phoenix. We need to be transported to where she is. I can get you to her. But with the power of the soul burning inside you now, I can only offer the most rudimentary of blessings. Doing so is possible, but it will not be easy. And then the dragon slithers closer and he says, Children, I can make it easier, but this will require sacrifices. And I think each of you in your heart knows the things you can give up. My darkest secret. You can whisper a secret out to the celestial dragon. And the person who this secret concerns will hear it. This will potentially damage your relationship with that person. And maybe bad things will happen because of it. My greatest ability. You can give yourself uh, a penalty to some of your strongest skills. 
Every day you might be able to fight it off, but you'll never be as good at that skill again. My health and my body. You can voluntarily weaken yourself, making yourself more vulnerable to certain types of damage in a fight. My dearest one. The memories of a friend, a parent, a lover, or someone else. Will your heart ever be truly the same? And then, by far the most powerful, Masami, you can offer up your life and soul. This would give you an insane amount of soul points. But it could cost you your life. What do you guys do? I don't think Senku would want to give anything up here. Yeah? I don't think so. Lolo's on your shoulder, Sanku, and he kind of... He kind of nudges himself a little closer and says, You don't have to push yourself, my boy. We'll figure something out, alright? It's not your duty to push yourself further than you already have. I know. He smiles kind of weakly at him. I... I think Misami steps up and says... The question on the greatest ability one, <laughs> actually. Yeah. Um, it's go. It's any skill. Any skill. I choose the skill. You choose. Okay. <gasps> okay. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I choose the skill. Okay. And it will be to to clarify, it'll be a minus one to two skills. Okay. Permanently. Although you can make saves at the start of the day to see if you can fight true to curse, but mm-hmm. you will permanently be giving up a part of yourself to the celestial dragon. Okay. Masami steps up then and does a cursory offering. I am proud of the things that I am capable of, but at this point, there are bigger things. Whatever of my skill you'll take. The celestial dragon looks down at you, Masami, and that gaze is piercing. And your hands clench and unclench. And you just feel yourself ever so slightly... Not able to move your hand quite as fast as you used to. And you realize you never will again. Asami Takahara, I am taking away some of your acrobatics and some of your thievery. Okay. And for your greatest ability, Masami, I give you four soul points. Bring you up to 24. And they take a step back to see if anyone else is going to step up again. I think that instead of stepping up, um, Chuji kind of head down, they walk over to Senku and kind of sheepishly, they, they very lightly grab him by his arms and like hold his hands in theirs. And they can't, <laughs> they can't bring themselves to look at him. Um, I'm sorry. Just know that I... I love you a lot. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> they let go, and they step up, and Chuji whispers their darkest secret. Masami, you can't hear this, and no one in the whole group can. But one person in the whole world can hear she Chuji's darkest secret. And that person... Is Sanku, which prince of the sea. Chuji, what do you tell them? On that day in the cave, 
I took the statue. I didn't know anything would happen. I still have it because I feel so guilty. No! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sanku, you remember the day that you lost your arm walking through dragon territory with Masami and Chuji, entering a cave and seeing in the middle of the cave the statue of a crystal-eyed Oroshi. Masami warned all of you not to touch anything because this place was clearly cursed by dark magic. And you thought you touched nothing. All this time you thought that the Oroshi spawned because it had always been there and it was there to attack you, but no. It wasn't there for you, Sanku. All this time it was there for Chuji. And if Chuji hadn't taken that statue, you would still have your arm. It was Chuji's fault that that happened to you. But you can also see how that has affected Chuji. Suddenly everything makes sense. Chuji was different after that day. Leaving candy on your pillow when you would awake with nightmares. Staying by your side, going and doing things that Chuji clearly had no interest in doing, but doing it anyway because you wanted to. Maybe it was Chuji's fault, but also it was a stupid mistake that they have personally blamed themselves for for the last few years. One that's clearly been haunting them every day and every night, eating away at their insides. Chuji returns back to where they were standing and kind of caressing one of their arms. They just look to the side. No one in the world knows except you, Senku. I think Senku is just holding his arm right now. I don't think he's saying anything right now. Does he know how to feel? Or is he kind of like just taking it in? I don't think he knows how to process that right now, no. I don't think that he's looking at anything at all right now. Like, I think he's just thousand yards staring. <laughs> I think he's clutching onto his arm, like the fake, like the prosthetic one. Mm -hmm. And I think he's sort of got like that, like wide eyed, eyebrows furrowed. Um, he like he's not looking at anything in particular. Like he's not like he's not here. Like he started dissociating. <laughs> um I think Sanku just manages it. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Chuji, how are you doing? They're gonna throw up. <laughs> They're gonna throw up right now. I think hearing that though I don't know if it changes how sick they feel about what they did mm -hmm. um cause I don't know if it's Senku being mad at them that they're afraid of losing his trust yeah that's gonna be six soul points bringing you up to 30 is there anything else you want to sacrifice to get to the maximum soul power to grant this wish in the best way possible Misami looks back at Chuji and Senku. And they 
give both of them a smile. One that says, I love you guys, and I'm sorry. Don't do that. He sort of stops staring, um, and there's, like, a look on his face, um, and he's like, don't leave me. Please. Masami walks up to Sanku, puts their hands on both of his shoulders, and leans down. I made a promise. I made a promise to your parents your mother, that I would make sure that we would see this through, and not a scar would be on you. I intend to keep it. I don't have any scars. So then she'll notice. <laughs> and then what will she do to me? <laughs> Look. I told you everything is gonna be okay. And it will. We are going to get through this, and I will make sure that we see this through to the end. You too, though. I don't want you to. I, I don't want you to do it. I think that Chuji knows that Masami's heart is set. <laughs> as much as they also do not want them to do this, they know that they especially do not have the words to stop them. So what do you do? Do you stand back? Yeah. They just give Masami a smile. I love you. I love you too. And... Whatever happens, I'll never really be gone, you know. You still remember me. I'll never forget you. But you're not dying. So it's fine. <laughs> you're right. Oh, hey. Chin up. <laughs> okay. Good. Masami, do you place your life on the line? Before that, Masami gives Chuji a look. It's... They, they're still trying that smile. But after years of both of them trading and traveling together, they can pretty much communicate without words. Mm -hmm. It's an expression that says, take care of each other. Just in case. Chuji nods, but I think their expression just says, Come back. They exhale a small laugh and nod back. And then they turn to, to the celestial dragon. As I said before, all of this is way bigger than any of us here. And I made my promise to my teammates' families that they would get they would get home safe. And I promised to all of Goka that we would see this through and save the Ruby Phoenix. And I, and I stuck my, I stuck my life on that. So, as your intercessor, I'm staking my life on it. The celestial dragon chuckles, and a wispy sphere floats out from your mountain sun. And for just a moment, you see it. Ah, that's your soul. Then everything goes dark. You are reduced to zero hit points and you are now dying too. Okay. For three rounds, no one can help you. Okay. You need to make me a death saving throw. The DC, it's 10 plus your dying modifier, so 12. 
Then if you hit Dying 4, you're dead. Okay. Masami, you go down. Sankun Shuji, you watch. And Masami, you need to make me a flat check, please. Round one, out of tree before anyone can help you. Fifteen. Masami, you go down, and that orb, it's kind of floating in the air, and it shifts downwards towards you. You're now dying one. Okay. Round two. You have to beat an eleven. Roll me another flat check. <sighs> As a that one. I still have two hero points. Would you like to use one? Or will you become Dying Tree? I'm gonna use one. <laughs> Reroll it. <gasps> Nat 20. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There's nothing in between. <laughs> Masami Takahara. Your soul, it flickers. It goes up, it goes back. Do you want... Okay, question. For the drama, yes. do you want to <laughs> ignore the hero point and be back to dying one? Or will you have Ooh. to use a hero point? For the drama. For the drama. <laughs> For the drama. Pieces of shit. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Yes. <laughs> okay. What the hell? Masami, you are now dying one again. You went down to dying tree. You're back up to dying one. Round tree. After this, people can help you. Okay. Roll me that d20. 16. No help needed. Masami Takahara, your soul is who you are on a most fundamental level. And it struggles as it's being pulled up into the stars. But then, as you sleep, you see flashes. Hiroshi Takahara fighting with you atop the rooftops. Faye... Leaning in and whispering the newest rumor floating around Goka. Hiromi, that awful, awful woman trying to get you in on a new <laughs> scandal. Oh, man. The bastards who hurt you in Oni's mask. Genhara the Black-Winged. Sanku, Witch Prince of the Sea. Smiling up at you with that foolish baby face who trusts you far more than anyone should. She, Chuji, the kid you've seen grow into a world-class champion from a scrappy teenager who could barely punch a f throw a punch on the streets. If you die, you'd be leaving these people behind. Are you going to accept that? Not even a little bit. You fight like hell. And you wake up. And Masami, the stars are beautiful. You have gained 12 soul points. <laughs> um I think oh, they get up Sakuma's yeah. uh, Chuji they're up yeah <laughs> uh, fucking Masami tries to get up uh, Chuji storms them with a hug oh okay <laughs> oh you fucking idiot you almost died <laughs> I can't believe you're dumbass. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Listen, we didn't have a guarantee. That's really stupid. <laughs> Don't do that shit again. Hey, but I promise my life on something, I mean it. I'll kill you myself if you do that. <laughs> 
Masami, for your brush with death, does anything physically change? Oh. Um. A, a streak of white hair? An eye that comes back different? I think the tips of their now very short hair <laughs> are white now to match their tail. Oh. Sanku and Chuji, you two are both hugging Masami so hard and maybe you catch each other's eyes for a moment. How's everything doing now that you were reminded how close you were to losing everything? <laughs> um, still guilty. But happy in the moment to be together. Um, I think Sanku is, um, like, I don't think he's well or anything. <laughs> Not after all this shit, I'm sure. Um, but I, I mean, obviously he's relieved that his best friend, like, that, that part of his, like, family is not dead. <laughs> um, so, that's about how he's feeling right now. Do you, uh, catch Juji's eye? Yeah, I think he looks at them, and there is a very, very weak attempt at a smile. It is kind of ass, though. You get about the same thing from Chuji. Also, a kind of ass smile. <laughs> a kind of ass smile is the best that anyone can give in a situation like this, right? <laughs> yeah, how about that dragon? <laughs> well, we'll get to that for a second, but let this be a reminder that the greatest treasure you all have is friendship. <clears throat> now... I All played right. Kingdom Hearts, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> something something friends are my power. <laughs> I'd like you all to know real fast, KK and I had discussed if Masami had died, I would have given that fucker the ghost archetype. Yep. And my god. They would have been and... here until Oh, yeah. And if they got resurrected, they'd have to retrain into rogue because they would have no magic. <laughs> oh my god. Mm -hmm. I, so I, I, I suggested that one to Derry. Mm -hmm. There was a lot at stake there. Yep. Now, the celestial dragon speaks, and the air trembles. Children, you have come so far, and sacrificed so much. It is done! And the energy coalesces into a single half-black, half-white pearl, microscopic against the colossal deity. With a crack of thunder, the celestial dragon taps the pearl. It flies like a bullet towards each of you, passing through you and behind you, down the mountain, towards the solar Jian Tu. A dragon-headed lance appears at the tip of, e of either prow, shining with divine light, and the solar Jian Tu is transformed. So long, solar Jian. Hello, celestial Jian. Ah. Uh. God. Dragon wings come from the side. A sleek build caresses its hull. And it glows white with holy light. And as those wings slowly flap, you can see trails of stars behind them. And echoing down the mountainside, you hear, <laughs> Coming from <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> The Celestial Dragon speaks. I have granted you your wish. 
It now falls on you to see it true. The Celestial Dragon's last words echo as they split again into light and dark, vanishing for another zodiac cycle. Winter's roar, steps of the sun, arms of balbs, biting roses, and speakers of the wind all crowd you, helping you up and patting your backs. They know they won't follow you on this next part of the journey, but their power will be inside your hearts. As you prepare to enter the island in the sky, traverse dimensions in search of the Ruby Phoenix, and we enter the penultimate chapter of Fists of the Ruby Phoenix. Fragments of the Fractal Jungle. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.